What is going in, Poots? What is going in? It's Valerie here, and we're reading the inner work an invitation to true freedom and lasting happiness. We're now into chapter eight today, and it's called Practicing the Inner Work. So, here's a quote here, and it says, Using awareness, personal responsibility, and inner work to review our unskillful or frightened reactions we become more adept at turning habitual reactions to balanced responses. These moments are very exciting and gratifying. And that was a quote from Bishop John Earle. So, the purpose of the inner work is to align yourself with the love and joy in every new moment and therefore live in an awakened state as your true self. The first step is actualizing this so actualizing this is to become aware of any shift away from inner peace and gratitude first and foremost. Remember that your true self is, an, is a silent bliss of existence. So anything other than diverse presence, divine presence, is the ego editing your reality. Whatever pulls you out of the divine contentment is what we refer to as a trigger. A trigger reveals a limitation in our unconscious programming and it is our first clue on the path to freedom. Each time we are pulled out of peace, we must turn our gaze away from the scenario and instead look within ourselves with curious eyes. I say this and I say this again, when something triggers you, don't just go off on the deep end, think about what it is. Think about why it triggered you. I say this time, this is so confirming so much for me. So it says here, each time we are pulled out of peace, we must turn our gaze away from the scenario and instead look within ourselves with curious eyes. For some of us, dissatisfaction may arise first thing in the morning with the sounding of the alarm clock. As soon as we wake up, feelings of stress and frustration regarding our to-do lists may immediately come to our attention. For others, bitterness or anger may arise suddenly when our partner says or does something we deem inconsiderate or annoying. Or perhaps joy leaves us when an unexpected bill arrives, reminding us of a perceived burden. Whatever the initial fall from peace may have been, been triggered by, we must move our attention away from the circumstances and become more interested as to why we are even bothered to begin with. What belief is behind the trigger? What is the story? The purpose of identifying triggers is to connect them to a root program belief that is not serving our highest school, our highest self. In so doing, we reclaim our power and authority over our responses to life. For example, let's say your partner or child does something in a public setting that draws unwanted attention and you become anxious anxious or embarrassed, therefore falling away from a peaceful state. Without the inner work, you might feel tempted to reprimand them or shame them with guilt. This is a typical auto-response of an unconscious program of embarrassment and feeling unlovable. The program seeks to perpetrate itself by blaming other people of all circumstances for its discomfort while avoiding taking ownership that the program itself is the issue. How we react to triggers is very telling as to the, what program we might be running on. 
if we reprimand and degrade the another, we probably struggle with shame. If we judge another, we most likely tend to harshly judge ourselves and therefore struggle with guilt. Essentially, every time we are triggered, we are being invited to break free of an old program that is limiting our joy. Apply the inner work and this exact same scenario can become a golden opportunity for healing and transformation. With practice, rather than blaming someone else for embarrassing you, you will instead inquire as to why you are so easily embarrassed. This inner analysis may reveal an unconscious part of yourself that still struggles with self-acceptance and self-love, which then might spark curiosity as to where you inherited this self-rejection in the first place. Consequently, revealing a memory of a parent shaming you as a child for embarrassing them, and thus the moment you first covered yourself with a blanket is discovered. The colour of that blanket just happens to be shame. With this kind of awareness, you can now decide for yourself to take the layers of shame off, knowing that this limitation was projected onto you and does not need to be endorsed any longer. Once separate from it, you can finally feel freedom in your own skin. With the inner work, everyone becomes our teacher and all triggers become opportunities to transcend. So here's another quote. It says, everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. And that's Carl Jung. With this type of awareness about yourself, there arises an actual choice to let the program continue or choose something different. Without awareness of the themes of consciousness, programs or triggers, there is limited freedom and lack of choice because we remain focused on the external scenario and never look inside ourselves for the solution. Say, I keep saying this, but as a Buddhist and as somebody who is into Nichiren Buddhism, we believe that the blame is not external, it's internal. Do you know, if something confronts you, it's you to solve the problem, not blame other people. And that is the first rule love yourself first and doing these things is loving yourself not blaming others for your circumstances or your situations is, is loving yourself yes they could be a cause of the certain situations but you've got to love yourself to understand and know that you can do something about that situation don't sit and wait for people to do situations for you to fix situations for you because it's not going to happen nine times out of ten it's down to you and you alone Anyway, let me carry on with this. It says, <clears throat> without realising there is a choice in how we experience reality, we remain obedient to the voice inside our heads forever, finding ways to validate the very programmes which keep us trapped. It is with this new heightened awareness of ourselves that the gap emerges between each situation and our response to it, thus allowing for genuine free will and decision. By becoming aware of our ability to choose our inner perspectives and beliefs in every moment, we reclaim authority over our lives and exercise our spiritual will to go beyond the ego's patterns of behaviours and rewrite the root programme. Using the same example as above with the inner work, you will feel embarrassment arising and rather than becoming it, you can observe it. 
the inner narrative changes from this is so embarrassing i am so embarrassing to a feeling of embarrassment is coming up but i choose peace i am loved as i am i can never be embarrassed and i'm always doing the best i can i am perfect whole and complete i embrace myself and love myself anyone's opinion of me has nothing to actually do with me do you know what what somebody thinks of you is their business but what you think of yourself is an entirely different matter and that's a saying from me <laughs> after affirming so here's the here's a quote that's saying sorry i've skipped it there here's a quote it says when the mind is disturbed by negative thoughts one should dwell on their opposites the yoga sutra of panajadli to 33 okay so after affirming this narrative breathe into this new outlook notice how much better it feels how empowering it is and how much more love and true and true how much more loving and true it feels settle into this new person you are becoming your transformation in these everyday moments is real and not to be pushed off or as insignificant true changes in the simple small moments of life there is nothing grandiose needed all genuine healing comes from consistent small moments that accumulate to make a powerful lasting shift in awareness every time you consciously choose your new narrative over your inherited programs you are literally becoming a new person biologically mentally and spiritually by uprooting and replacing old programs, you institute a new pattern of approach to your life, thereby altering every aspect of your life, such as levels of success, happiness, love and feelings of connection and purpose. Gradually, the old programs will stop being triggered because your mind will know they are no longer a viable option. Imagine a program being uninstalled or, or deleted from a computer. Thus, with the old program removed and the new narrative established and reinforced, the new program will take root and consciousness can move on in its evolution. This is how all true evolution and lasting change takes place. There are only three simple steps to the inner work process and that can be practiced throughout everyday moments. Become aware of the trigger. Connect them to a root program belief and theme or consciousness. Then uproot and replace it with a new narrative of a higher perspective. Are you getting that collective? So step one, awareness of triggers. The first step of your healing process is to become aware of any time you fall from a state of peace and contentment. And ask yourself what actually triggered such a change. Clearly identify the thoughts, feelings or actions associated with the situation making you uncomfortable. What is rising? Take the focus off the external circumstances and focus purely on what's going on within, within you. Give it a name. Anxiety is rising. Craving is rising. Insecurity is arising. Whatever trigger you identify while examining yourself look at it objectively and take note without judgment it is helpful to observe the body and mind behavior and patterns impersonally remembering the impersonal nature of your inherited ego removes unnecessary judgment about it have courage to look at your triggers with the eye of the observer just witnessing all that's being human being human entails awareness is the first step in the healing process this is all to do with the art of attach detachment 
Once you identify a trigger, you can identify the root program belief that generated the trigger. Step two, identify the program, the root program belief and theme of consciousness. Now that there is awareness around the trigger, you can begin the uprooting and healing process first. Reflect on the trigger you have identified then. Become curious as to what this trigger is actually revealing. What deeper belief is being ruffled and brought to the surface? Instead of following your mind down the rabbit hole of blame and rationalisation, inquire as to what the trigger says about yourself instead. Can you identify any patterns with this particular thought, feeling or action? Have you experienced this trigger before? Does it get triggered often? Start to connect the dots. Remember, nothing is isolated. Triggers will always reveal deeply rooted beliefs about your life and who you think you are. Avoid blaming your thoughts, feelings or actions on the current situation, circumstances or other people. Use I language instead of to, to focus away from the external and into the internal. Thus exposing the theme of consciousness you are occupying. The external trigger does not make you fall from peace. Something within you did that. Now, you need to find it through honest self-inquiry of your own beliefs. Without asking these questions, you will continue to focus on the external event and never reveal the true source of your suffering, which is much deeper and entirely internal. You can't remove a tree by trimming its leaves. You have to dig out the root. It's important to note that finding the root is not to perpetrate is not to perpetrate blame or victimhood further. It is simply to help you understand that all negative root program beliefs are inherited, limited perceptions from the past that are still influencing your present. Once the root is identified, it makes it easier to let the story go and to replace it with something you like to experience now, thus allowing the possibility to truly change your life and experience the present moment free from the influence of limiting root program beliefs. So, trigger. Anxiety is rising. Root program belief. I believe the worst case scenario is going to happen to me. I've been hurt in the past and now I'm assuming I am keep getting hurt. Theme of consciousness. This must be coming from fear. Trigger. Craving is rising. Root program belief. I believe I will only be satisfied once I get what I want. I suppressed my discomforts in the past through enjoying the pleasures of food, materialism, drugs, alcohol or sex and now... I'm assuming they are the source of my happiness. Theme of consciousness. This must be coming from desire. So, trigger. Insecurity is rising. Root program belief. I believe I am not liked or loved unless I prove my worth. I felt inferior when I lost or was overlooked in the past. And now I'm assuming that if I am not the best or am a winner, I will not be loved. So theme of consciousness, this must be coming from pride. So step three, release or replace. Once the program belief and theme of subconsciousness are exposed, the next question is, do you want to continue the narrative or rewrite it? Do you want to continue to live in shame, guilt, hopelessness, grief, fear, desire, anger or pride? Whatever theme of consciousness is revealed, it is, if it is bringing you suffering or limitation, it is time to let it go. The third step is all about the, f the pause between the situation and your response to it. 
Breathe into the gap. You do have a choice to respond differently than you have in the past. It is within this gap that you can actually make a conscious choice to reprogram and restore the mind back to the theme of true freedom and lasting happiness, its original pure nature. If a belief does not feel like the most loving perspective you could take, then it is best not to indulge in it and choose differently. Leave your old programs in the past and refrain from bringing them into the present. Release the old root program belief with a new narrative that is in alignment with your true self. Every passing experience of your life is another chance to turn it all around. You don't have to go another minute carrying the baggage and limitation of your past. So trigger, anxiety is rising. Root program belief. I believe the worst case scenario is going to happen to me. I've hurt in the past and now I'm assuming I keep getting hurt. Theme of consciousness. This must be coming from fear. So new narrative. It is also possible the best case scenario will happen. My past does not define me. I will always be okay and I am being guided. All perceived setbacks are actually working out for my benefit in the long term. I trust and believe in the goodness of life. Anything is possible for me. So, trigger. Craving is rising. Root program belief. I believe I will only be satisfied once I get what I want. I suppressed my discomfort in the past through enjoyment, enjoying the pleasures of food, materialism, drugs, alcohol or sex. And now I'm assuming that they are sources of my happiness. Theme of consciousness. This must be coming from desire. So the new narrative. My happiness is internal. I am satisfied with myself and my situation. I am just as complete with or without my desire. I am tired of my desires controlling my mood. I am free. I am whole. I am complete. I am disciplined over my impulses. So, trigger. Insecurity is rising. Root program belief. I believe I am not loved or liked or loved unless I prove my worth. I felt inferior when I lost or was overlooked in the past and now I'm assuming that if I am not the best or a winner I will not be loved. Theme of consciousness. This must be coming from pride. So the new narrative. I am always loved unconditionally. There is enough love and happiness for everyone. There is no actual competition to be me i am nothing i have nothing to prove i do not need to earn love for i am innately loved love is my natural effortless state and is within me you get in this collective anyway every time you follow through on this process you are being reborn anew as you consciously change your internal responses to life your brain and body will follow the spiritual will's intention trust the infinite power of your consciousness that aligns and moulds your entire experience of your physical reality. With time, the brain's neurochemistry will begin reconstructing itself to match the new theme of consciousness you are endorsing. The stronger the attachment, the longer it may take to rewire, but it can be done through consistent effort. The inner work is a con contemplative lifestyle practice that brings powerful change through every day mundane mo moments that hold infinite potential 
nothing extravagant is necessarily your ability to change evolve and adapt is within your hands in every moment each time you embrace your new narratives with courage and trust the entire universe shifts to reflect back to your newly awakened self with every conscious redirection of your focus away from your past programs you are resowing the fields of your consciousness and harvesting a new crop thus bringing forth new root program beliefs and therefore thoughts feelings and actions of your liberated self this process of awakening can be gradual or instantaneous it's all a matter of your faith and ability to let go and surrender resistance to remembering who you are. So I'm going to leave that there. So tomorrow, chapter nine is all about transcending limiting themes of consciousness. Oh, that was deep, people. So until next time, take care.